I this is so weird. I don't know how you did this every week on, on the did, other one. On the other one. This is like looking anyway. I know it's weird, isn't it? Welcome back to, or should I say welcome to season two of Did You Get Tickets? With me, Lola Rowling. And me, Leon Williams. Um, you know, we're TV buffs here. So we have to do the classic eight episode first season. Yeah. And that's the official line. That's not true, obviously. No. The truth is, I started a new job and we got a deadline for Glory Girls in the same week. So it's very fair to say that our lives have been horrendously busy. Um, but we're back now. We're back for season two. We've got a little little yeah. graphic going on to prove it on the Instagram story. Um, so you might be wondering. So for the for the listeners, you can't see this, but we're staring back at our sweaty faces. I think it's more of a glow. It's a glow. It's a glow because of the lamp. It's well, should we take a little? Should we take a screenshot to prove that we're doing it? Yeah. <laughs> and that is because today we have a very very special guest. A very very special guest. <laughs> okay, so our very special guest. Can I announce it? You can go ahead. My very special guest. So, um, okay. A little peel back. So many, many moons ago, many months ago, before she was a TikTok star and uh, influencer, uh, Olivia Cade, I stumbled upon Olivia Cade, who is our guest today. I'm saying this in the wrong order. (laughs) But our guest basically today, this evening, is uh, Olivia Cade. And she's, you know, well, if you don't know who you are, get to know who she is, get to know. But I stumbled upon her on TikTok many months ago before she was famous. And... I sent her one of her own videos on Instagram and told her that I found it hilarious and I was obsessed with it. And then to my utter amazement, she replied to me and we've been best friends ever best since. Friends. <laughs> I have all sorts of questions for her me about too. life in America, yeah. that hellscape. But yeah, are you really Gen Z if you don't know who Olivia Kate is? Oh my, god, it's oh my god, it's just happening. Oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening! <laughs> Is it happening? It's happening! <laughs> we fucking did it! Look we at you it. with the mic. You've got a mic. I know. You I... know why? You know why? Oh, wait, why can't I hear you guys? Th- oh my god. Hang on. Why can't I hear <laughs> anything? Select speaker. Select speaker. Lisa, hi, hi, amazing. amazing. Oh, what did I do? Oh my god, amazing. Okay, wait, let me tell you about this okay. because for some reason, everybody in my neighborhood decided that today they were going to try out their lawnmowers at I love on full that. blast. I love it's that. amazing, it's amazing. You know, community, I love it. Um, so usually I would just stick in my headphones and do this, but I had to go to my roommate and be like, Give me all your gadgets because I can't hear myself think it is so loud. Can you hear lawnmowers? Not at all. No, you're probably going to sound better than us. Yeah, for sure. Oh my, if you could see, I'm going to, well, if you could see, it's, it's definitely. (laughs) (laughs) It's for vocals. It's for, it's for singing. And we're just. We're repurposing. Oh, are we singing today? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's required that every guest has to make up their own jingle. 
that's gonna come I got you. You're the, you, oh, okay. have to, you have to do like a vocal rendition of our instrumental. It's a bit of that. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me notes and I can riff off of it later. It'll be fine. I love that. I love that. For- How are you guys? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so sure. good. <laughs> well, the day is coming to an end. This is so weird. Yeah. Your day. I know. You have all the potential. I know. I'm just starting fresh faced this What's your new time? day. What's your time? It is 11.22. Oh my God. It's literally 7.22 PM right now. That is so fucked up. That That's is not true. That's so fucked up. And it's so fucked up. I don't understand time at all whatsoever. It makes me like feel when you were sick. like. Yeah, it makes me feel dumb, honestly, because you're like, <laughs> yeah, you were, you were like, oh, yeah, it'll be your time in the morning, and my time at night. And my brain was like, that's not real. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe yeah. you. Like, I feel like you're lying. <laughs> yeah, you're I definitely. I feel like you guys are lying. Yeah. You guys are drinking champagne, and I'm like, champagne in the morning? We're not drinking, it's not God. champagne. It's, uh, what is it? It's, it's Prosecco. Oh, it's Prosecco. <laughs> it's oh. Prosecco, yeah. That makes all the difference in the world. It does, we, um, <laughs> we gave you a little intro, but do you want to introduce yourself? Oh yeah, introduce yourself. See oh my god, what did up. you say? Did you what did you say about me? Mega brand. Did you talk You're mad a, shit? You're a household in, name. International star. Yeah. <laughs> international superstar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll do a little do a little ditty. Um, my name's Olivia Cade. Uh I'm an actor, comedian, writer. Um I'm horrifically mentally ill <laughs> uh, and my brain don't work quite right. Um, and yeah. And let's go. Oh, and I'm like weirdly TikTok famous, which is yeah. the funniest yeah. thing in the world. I wanted to ask about That's that. That's the elephant in the Zoom call, I feel like. Because I feel like we've got to get over it so you don't have that that over us. <laughs> Um, it's so funny. I went to I went to my brother's wedding. Um, and it's like he's part of like the one percent now, weirdly enough. Really? Um yeah, it's so funny. I was like, Tig, I felt like I my older brother's name is Tig. I was like, I feel like I snuck into your wedding and was like working the event. Like I was like, where <laughs> like I should be handing out hors d'oeuvres. Um <laughs> and everybody was coming up to me, and it's all these like, you know, finance like bros being like, yo, your brother told me that you're like famous on TikTok. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I was like what kind of hellscape have I entered that that is like the intro I get like what do you talk about and it's like these finance bros and I'm like well I talk about being mentally ill and I make it funny how do you feel about like how do you feel about the fact that it just suddenly happened so weird because I think we were talking about this Lola I posted that TikTok at like a rock bottom. Like I was like (laughs) not doing well. It was like a Hail Mary kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then it blew up and I was like, oh fuck. Now everybody knows because I, I mean, we were talking about this. Maybe I can't remember. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. I was living in New York and I was trying really hard to be like a straight neurotypical, like theater actor. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, I want to die. So then I moved to LA and then posted a silly little TikTok, but like nobody knew those things about me. Mm-hmm. And then it like blew up and I'm like, well, now, like now everybody knows that I've been institutionalized. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm a little bit insane. Um, cool. Guess we're going to run with it. Um, <laughs> so w- it's exciting. It's weird because 
those aren't things I usually disclose right off the bat. Yeah. Do you know that what I mean? It must be so like, I don't know, exposing yeah. for sure. And also it's like, very exposing. When yeah. you say like writer, actor, comedian, like it's almost like you light up and then the TikTok is like the little dirty secret you sneak yeah. in. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that's and the I, creative and stuff. That's the fun stuff. Yeah. It's the fun stuff, but I feel like I have it like drilled into my brain from New York that like anything other than like a stage performance is garbage trash. Wow. <laughs> so like, oh you know yeah. what I mean? Cause like I have a fucking, like I have a degree and like, all this shit and so that kind of like elitist mindset is really hard to get out of but like I've never had more fun than like my TikTok videos like even when I was doing like stage plays so I'm like oh like because I feel like it still has a little bit of like a negative connotation because yeah. like the YouTubers we know and the Viners yeah. that we know yeah. so it's like oh like yes I'm on TikTok but not like that kind do you know yeah, what I, mean? I, I want you to look at this one look at this one yeah. look at that look at but this also, yeah. like, when exactly. people call like online stuff like content creation it's so degrading kill me like it's I'm just, so I'm just a factory for content no I'm making art like yeah. I'm making stuff exactly that <laughs> I... into like that this is art this is content but it's a hundred percent I feel the same way I'm like done. I know well that's a frustrating thing is now like I'll hop on calls and they'll be like, so you're an influencer. And I'm like, I'd rather be dead than be an influencer. Please do not ever say that to me ever again. <laughs> and like, like yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not. And the content creation thing, Leon, what you said, hit it on the head. I hate when people say that. It's like, no, I'm a comedian and I found an outlet and it works. I'm yeah. not making content. I'm writing jokes and then saying them, mm. leave me alone. <laughs> like, oh God, that's so destroying. It oh really God. is code for yeah. I'm old and I don't understand the internet 100% and I swear to god if I get one more email from psychedelic water being like can you <laughs> can you like say something about us in your next tiktok I'm gonna freak the fuck out I'm like uh this is a public lot? this is a public service announcement <laughs> to uh psychedelic water please stop sending Olivia hate mail yeah she's not interested <laughs> oh my god am I inadvertently sponsoring them right now yeah yeah Fuck, we oh, want to bleep this out. Fuck. Let's bleep, bleep it. it out. Bleep, bleep it out. Bleep it out. <laughs> and then people will think it's like... Water, please Happy stop emailing. What water do you have in America? <laughs> do you have Say Evian? Again. Do you, you have, have Evian? smart water? Do you have Evian? Evian. Okay, I like smart water. Avian, we have. Okay. Have you? Do you guys have Dasani? Yeah. No, yeah. That shit is like trash. Weird, like markets, like not in like our supermarket. What is that? It's disgusting. Dasani, it's like, it's like... It's like Sprite tried to make a water. <laughs> it's, it's been through like eight stomachs already. Like it's, it's, oh, it's quite it's literally. Stomach. Oh yeah. It's some guy in the back of like the Coke factory <laughs> just spitting into a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they right. label it like naturally sourced. And it's like, no. <laughs> Milk from I, a person. Fiji. <laughs> that, that's you guys, isn't it? Fiji water. Yeah, we got Fiji water. The thing that bothers me is we have all these artisanal waters and it's like, they're like, we get this from this really exclusive spring water from this mountain that nobody could find for years. And you're like, you're telling me that you guys are getting this much water and putting it in every single supermarket ever from this like weird hidden spring. It's bullshit. It has like a drop. This, <laughs> oh this right here is observational comedy. This is funny. Supermarkets. Wow. I hate it. I, 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 this is so funny that we're having this conversation. I was on a job yesterday. I'm a production assistant as well. 
And I'm reading this water bottle from Erwan, which is like the like bougie, like if Whole Foods is mom, like had a supermarket. Yeah. Um, and I bought like a water from there. It was like $9. I was like, oh, whatever. $9. I listen, I can't. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I am not proud of the decisions I have made in my life. Okay. It was, <laughs> it was whatever. I was like, you know what? I don't have time. I read the side of it. Mm-hmm. It's just a water bottle. It's just water and glass. And it's like Mount Shasta, like the seven chakras is one of the root chakras primal. And I'm like, what? And it's like, this chakra will open up. And I'm like, this is literally water. Like you guys realize that, like, this is not anything about my fucking chakras. Like this is just to fuel me for the rest of the day so I can piss and then eat. Right. Tell me you didn't feel better afterwards. Seriously. Tell me because you must've done $9. You must've felt better. You know what? I did drink it and was like, I forgive my mother. Yeah. 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 It was really opening. It was really opening. I was like, they, wow. they just dissolve antidepressants. It literally is bottled up. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I feel like you go into Whole Foods and like some a spell comes over you and you're like, nine pounds for like half a bar of chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, it must be. And it's so calm. And everybody in Whole Foods looks like they have their lives together. And you're like, me too. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. These sun dried tomatoes are 20 pounds a kilo. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't. I, it's so frustrating. I remember I went in there one time in college and was like trying to find just like soy sauce, like just (laughs) Kikoman, like run of the mill, nothing special. And they have like a whole soy sauce section and like no regular soy sauce. And I was like, I'm about to have a fucking conniption in the middle of this whole thing. It's like, (laughs) you don't know what a conniption is? Is that an Americanism? Maybe it is. It's like, it's like a bitch fit. If I was like, it's like a freak out. Wait, I'm going to look up the definition. A conniption. What's the conniption. Wow. Conip- wow. Oh, yep. That's a new word for us. Okay, ready? A conniption fit is a sudden outburst of excitement or anger. Wow. That's a cool word. They say we Listen. have all the cool words. You've got some cool yeah. words. I feel so English right now. Like when, I can hear yeah. myself and I'm like, one pound. One English sterling <laughs> pound. Like, but it I feel... sounds like trashy to me. Like I would have thought oh. it would have sounded posh, but I sound like. Like, oh like, my God. shut like, up, you guys. You guys sound so posh. Like, I feel like I'm at a dinner party and I like the white, tr- like, I feel so like, like Texas white trash. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, 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 fuck. Where, <laughs> you do where sound are you from? <laughs> I'm from, uh, originally I'm from Arizona, but I was born in Vegas. Oh, I feel like I knew that. That oh. rings a bell. Yeah, I'm from yeah. Arizona. My A lot of my family is from Oklahoma and California. So I got... I got some trash. When I hear born in Vegas, all I can picture is like you being born in a casino. Yes. Like, 100%. I came out with pasties on. Like the whole. <laughs> no, in reality, yeah. I came out with a gambling addiction immediately. Just like straight off the bat, the addiction gene was strong. <laughs> Just strong in this one. 
Okay, I've got some questions. He's Ren's shit Oh my now. god. It's serious this, today. Did you notice Wait, you guys- I, I was texting you like I was emailing you. Like <laughs> I every know, I text was like an email. It's I, I like, truly my like, so this is like season two of our podcast. And that's only because we took so, so many weeks off in a row that we were like, Let's call it a season let's two. Call it a season let's two. call it a season two. End of the season. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I love it. I love it. We're re it's a revamp. It's, it's like a, a 2.0. Yeah. I I love it. I'm in, man. The fact that you even made a podcast to begin with is like very impressive. Who edits? Okay. Him. <laughs> what the fuck? That is so cool. I can't even find the pro like put it plugging this mic in. 30 minute endeavor. So the fact- it took me 50 minutes to get that. Zoom is killing me. I'm not yeah. even sure this is recording. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, it's recording on that. It's so good. But it did alert me. I like came in and it was like, this is being recorded. And I was like, whoa, wow. that is so futuristic. Um, no, fuck yeah. I'm excited. I can't believe you guys wrote down questions. Should I have questions? I'm going to oh, no, you, can ask us you just relax. You, oh, you can definitely ask us questions yeah. if you want to. I was thinking I had a post go kind of viral a few months ago. Did you? Yeah, it was an Instagram like infographic. Um, and I remember like the point where I was like, oh shit, I've got to turn off notifications. Like, do you remember that yes. moment when you were like, that feeling 100%. of like, oh, that's nice, 20, 30, 100, oh shit, like it won't oh, stop. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. And my brain, like, I'm lacking like every single chemical under the sun. <laughs> so for that day that it was like going viral, I was like glued to my screen because I was like, more, hit me, hit me, more. Dopamine, dopamine, yes. dopamine, yeah. dopamine, yeah. Yes. And then I was like, oh, actually, this is overwhelming and it's been eight hours. So I have to literally turn my phone off. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't have notifications on. I don't have anything on, but then I feel really guilty because I have like the nicest people messaging me being like, Hey, like your video meant a lot to me. And like, I'm struggling with this and this and this. And like, you know, you made me laugh. And then I read it and I cry and then I forget to respond. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I ruined this person's entire life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Cause I'm already bad at responding. And now I have all these strangers who are being very vulnerable with me. And I'm like, I love you all, but I I just want to send you like a nine paragraph essay and I am unable to do that so then I just don't send anything and then I'm like oh my god I'm a horrible horrible you don't owe it to anyone like I feel like the content is even more than enough to provide like some level of I don't know like a mirror to people's issues or whatever they're going through and so you just don't owe anyone anything else I feel like it's fine I love that I love that I I felt like I had to like reply to everyone who put it on their story like thank you yes I I I started doing that but then like because now I have like almost every other video I post goes viral Hmm. so it's in the beginning somebody was like wow you're like you know responding to every single comment and I was like oh I'm so new at this like apparently you don't do that but like everybody would comment and I'd be like I'd like it and then I'd be like xoxo and I was like wow I can't do this anymore so now it's gotten to a point where like I yeah I just can't even look at it good for you I'm like just just post it and then leave just leave leave the chat exactly yeah, exactly. You wouldn't, you wouldn't um, read every single review of your TV show. Um, we yeah. would. We would. We would because we're crazy. We, but you would. Oh, no. Oh, uh, 
I'm also insane. I'm yeah. also, it's so funny. I can get, I can, I just posted uh, a TikTok talking about like a toxic relationship and the men in the comments are like, listen, bitch. And I'm like, uh, I was you know, literally like, about to ask if you get hate comments. I usually don't because my analytics, it's like 97% women, like even yeah. TikTok knows I'm gay. So it's fantastic. Like, I think they just keep men away from my profile. And I'm like, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. But this most recent one, I usually like, I'm only self-deprecating, but this one, I was like a little pissy. Mm. And I was like, you know what? And the men in the comments are like, you know what, man, don't yell at men for not being able to express their emotions, okay? It's really hard for guys out there. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, I don't even care. But then I spend the whole day being like, oh no, like I'm insane, I need to delete it. So like yeah. any negative comment that I accidentally see, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is it. Yeah. I, I felt that, like I hate men so much. I don't value their opinions mm -hmm. at all. I at all. At all. at all and i honestly think they should all be put on an island and the island should be set fire to but oh my moment, god amazing yes the moment i would read one of those angry comments because this was about this post was about um this woman was murdered a few months ago in the uk, in the UK and there was like this big like uh the fuck infographic push about it and there were lots of like yeah candlelight vigils and stuff like that so I like wrote an infographic about that so obviously men were like going crazy in the comments but like what every is... time I read one I had that doubt of like oh my god am I going too far like maybe I shouldn't mm -hmm. have said in the last slide to kill all the men like, yes <laughs> it's so easy I feel like we're so primed to be like gaslit by men yeah that like it's like it takes a complete rewiring because I thought the same thing like I was like oh my god I I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm and wrong. I'm like, I've yeah. been wrong. They're right. They've they, always been right. They stay so calm and factual and they're like, mm -hmm. this, these are the, the six, this is my six point essay on why you are wrong. <laughs> yes. And it's like, hey, psychopath, why don't you go to therapy and learn how to cry instead of writing these long paragraphs about why my emotions are invalid? Like, have we considered that maybe there's like, uh, maybe it's not me. Um, and I'm talking like about a woman recently. being murdered on the walk home. So like, if you're angry about that, then it's like... Maybe look in the fucking mirror. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I it feel the same way. Yeah, I feel the same way where I'm like, you took the time out of your day to like invalidate or like criticize somebody like expressing something that is inherently good. Like, are you yeah. okay? Like, That's call your mom. That's yeah, like. It's fucked. It's like, call your mom, take a breath, drink a cup of tea. I don't know what men do. Jack off, I guess. Like, yeah. just do, go play football. I don't know. Maybe kiss a man finally. Ooh, that, that was very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, football. no, I'm talking about American football. Okay. American like, football. Soccer. American football. Soccer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys play soccer. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about like Tom Brady like yeah. oh, I don't know big, anything about football. But the big, yeah, big, that's big, that's kind of gay. That's kind of gay. Look, and they do this. Oh, it is so gay. And it's so gay. Yeah. And they like this is audio, like, by the way. They can't see. Oh it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know that scene in just, Glee when he joins the football team. Oh, 100 uh, percent That is America in a nutshell. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty gross. Yeah, I was watching Friends earlier, and there's this episode where like they just watch the guys watch porn for the whole episode. <laughs> 
And I was like, why are you doing this together? Like, is this what that's pretty do? gay? That's pretty gay. Being out. aroused in company yes. with other guys, it's that's the same with strip clubs. It's like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I, I, yeah. It's it strip clubs are so bizarre. It's like it's like if men just like were able to show affection towards each other and like be like the way that women are with women and be like honest and open and vulnerable and like, you know, cuddle like I think half of like the world's problems would like disappear because in order for men to touch men, they have to like play aggressive football or like go to war or like mm-hmm. wrestle. And it's like you can just hold your bro's hand and like not kill anybody. Yeah. Um but they're not getting that memo, y'all. They yeah. just like to have parallel horniness. They're really yes. not yeah. getting that memo. Like I they're really not. What's the oh yeah. No, it's okay. a lost cause. It is a lost cause. Moving swiftly <laughs> on. Moving on before we <laughs> before we start getting depressed. Before we ruin your career. Yeah. It's gonna be bleached and edited to fuck. Yeah. It's very clear that I am not on the side of men. Like (laughs) I was talking to somebody and somebody was like, are you ready to date yet? And I'm like, listen, I am spending like a year of just processing the trauma of like dating men for 24 years of my life. I need a hot second. Like, give me a fucking minute, right? Like I have to just go through and just acknowledge all of that shit. And then I can have a healthy relationship. So don't worry, this isn't going to ruin my career. It's very apparent that I am not a man sympathizer in the least. (laughs) Yeah. My mom, my mom actually was like, my mom was like, I love your TikToks, but you are man bashing. And I was like, mother. And I got a message that was like, hey, shave your armpits or something like that. And I screenshotted it and I sent it to my mom. And I was like, hey, look, a dear friend from high school, instead of applauding my talent, he decided to comment on my body hair. This is why I hate men. So wow. please never, ever say that I'm bashing men ever again. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my no, God. we're done. I would have been like, yeah, mom, I am bashing men. What are you going to do? Like, what are you saying? They deserve we to be bashed. We also bash men for they- reasons, whereas all day long men bash and worse women for no reasons. Oh, no, exactly. That's the funniest thing is it's like bashing men. We live in a society that just constantly bashes like anybody who's not a straight cis white man like all day long all day day long just all day long just just a just a steady flow of shit you know anyway how is america how is america America doing how are you doing america how are you how are you coping oh my god listen i feel like i can speak on all on behalf of all of america by saying we are not doing well at all <laughs> whatsoever. It's so, did you guys hear about the whole Texas abortion ban? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, big yeah. here. It's yeah, it's big really, here. really big here. Yeah. Be- because it's like, it, it just appears, like, it's so funny because America, once again, we're going to talk about patriarchy gaslighting. It's like, we think we're so progressive here in America. And then shit like Texas happens literally every other day. And people are like, shh. What are you talking about? No, it's fine. Like women go to college here and it's like, are you not, are you not understanding? Like we just went back 50 years, like Roe v. Wade literally happened like 50 years ago. And now we're just, we're just 
rewinding really quickly and that happened like overnight and nobody knew about it and then all of a sudden it's like it's that kind of shit I'm like so desensitized to it because you just wake up to stuff like that nearly every day Wow! and it's like yeah and it's frustrating because you're like well I want to do something but I'm actually doing like nine other things because nine other atrocities were committed against <laughs> women, transgender people, um, you know, like people who are gay in the last nine days. So like I'm kind of still, you know, donating and doing some stuff over here. <laughs> so uh, let me just pack this in to like all the other. Th- it's like it's exhausting yeah. and it and it does desensitize. How does it like, like- well? How does that feel like as a woman in America to wake up and see that? That must be scary as fuck. Like even for me, like seeing that from across the pond, like I was like, Jesus, to be a woman in this world right now is like fucking horrendous. It's terrifying because it's like, honestly, for me, it is terrifying. It's also like heartbreaking because I like have the privilege of living in a progressive city, Mm. but like, I didn't grow up in a progressive city. Like I grew up in Arizona, which is pretty red. You know what I mean? But like I had the ability to get myself out of that situation. There are people in Texas that do not have the ability to go to where they are going to be safe and taken care of. Mm. So there are people who are stuck in that situation and it's so depressing. And I'm going to get a little bit personal here, but I had an abortion last year in April. And so this this whole situation was like very weird for me because I was like, well, that was like an incredible thing for me to experience like not incredible, but like if that hadn't happened, my life would be destroyed. Like my life would not look like it is right now. And then I was like, so you're telling me that there are people in Texas who are going to live on that alternate timeline that I didn't take and they're in worse conditions. Yeah. What? Like, and so I felt incredibly grateful and very lucky and also like heartbroken because I'm like, that is horrible to take away that from people who are probably already struggling. It's usually people who are like living in low income situations and they're not going to get any help from the state of Texas at all whatsoever. So it's like, you're just setting people up for failure and like, then you're going to blame them for it. It's like, it's just disgusting. It's like, it's disgusting. Um, I hate this country. (laughs) It's just like America. And I think what's really scary is like, there's no telling where, you're going to go as a country next because if if Roe v Wade which is you know constitutionally yeah. talking like one of the strongest things ever if that's been dismantled well, then like, anything could anything could and it's like and we're seeing it with like um like voter suppression too like that was a whole issue where it's like it feels it feels like all of these things were already happening in America at a degree that was not detectable from like me personally, like I don't want to speak on everybody's behalf, but these things are happening slowly but surely all around us, like voter suppression in Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, everywhere. Um, If you're not, you know, rich or white, your vote is going to be suppressed in some capacity. Um, But it's like this year having the space and not working every day, you're, you're, you're confronted with it on such a large scale. And it feels like people are finally paying attention. Like I know i I'm now paying way more attention than I was previously. Wow. And you're like, 
oh shit. Okay. How did I miss that? But then the whole country's like, how did we miss Texas doing this? <laughs> and it's like, every state can kind of just do whatever the fuck they want. And it's so frustrating because technically it's a part of like your community, your country, but it's like, Texas is so far away. And like, there's nothing that we can do in California for Texas, except for like, give mutual aid or, you know, give, um, like, uh, like plan C is another thing where you can order the abortion pill online. Like it's all these like band-aids to like a much bigger issue so far away. Abortion it's pills it's online. so weird. Oh, that's really yeah. interesting. So, so yeah, I, I assume you have to pay like through the nose for them like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm, I know that there are like, um, funds that you can donate to, um, that will supply money to purchase plan C pills. The nice thing, this, I don't even want to say the nice thing, but I feel like what America is such like an individualistic country. And I feel like now people are realizing how powerless we are within the system that now the amount of mutual aid and being like, well, fuck it, we'll do it ourselves has escalated. And now that's creating kind of a beautiful type of community where it's like, well, we're kind of on our own here. So we might as well start this fund and get people here and we should send people over there on the ground. And so it's like, yeah, that's lovely. And there's community in that. And people are realizing like, that we can actually do something on a smaller scale, but it's so frustrating to be like constantly in a system that is just like, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? We have literally all the power. So it's like a really interesting uh, dichotomy that's like frustrating, but welcome to America, everybody. Land of the free. I, I really felt what you said about like bad things happening and just not noticing it because like, a lot of bad shit's happened in England in the last year. Like, ooh, talk our, to me. What's going on? It's so like the cronyism, like with COVID, all of these billion-dollar mm -hmm. contracts were just given to like the friends of uh, ministers and prime. They ministers. basically made. I don't know if you in America have heard about Track and Trace, like the app. What is it? Say it again. Track and Trace. It, with COVID, you scan if you go to like a venue, and then if anyone has it. Like it tells you. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, right? That sounds yeah. like a great idea. They've literally yeah. created this app to money launder, like yeah. one another. It doesn't. So they work. have just spent loads of money on this app, but they've literally just money laundered. The track and tracers, what? who knows what they do, get paid like tens of thousands of pounds a week. But yeah, like that, and then we what? really dark tax pass, um, like lots of shit, but. I feel like in the last year, my ears only prick up if it's COVID news because I'm still in like that uh -huh. survival mode. That's like, I can't think about anything else until this is over. So just tell me about yeah. that. Yeah. But bad shit still happens. Yeah. What's it like? What's it like in LA with COVID? All the time. So COVID in America, <laughs> I swear to God, it's like, it's so frustrating because <clears throat> it's like we were especially in California, like we were doing pretty well. Like people were getting vaccinated. People were like on the same page. They were rolling out vaccines at like a pretty fast rate. But then you have the, the idiots. You can swear. Say it. You can swear. Yeah. The fucking idiots who are like, <laughs> it's my, <laughs> the fucking idiots who are like, it's my right to die on my own time. And it's wow. like, okay. That's fine. Go ahead. If you want to die, do your, do your thing. But then the issue with that is 
now the whole Delta variant is just running rampant because people who are unvaccinated are giving it to people who are, are vaccinated. And then it's running rampant. And it's not serious, but it's enough for the government to be like, OK, we're going back. Masks on, wow. no big events. Mm-hmm. And I was setting up a, a, a comedy show in um I was trying to put together a festival called Sad Coachella for comedians and um, who are mentally ill or neurodivergent. And it was going to be like, I was working with a producer. It was going to be amazing. And it was going to be disability and uh, friendly, a super accessible ASL uh, interpreters, CC captioning, uh, uh, autism sensory um, rooms and all this great stuff. Um, But then the Delta variant happened. And now like foundations are... Yeah, I know. I'm like, woo. But now foundations are like, because we wanted to donate all the proceeds to like mental health uh, organizations. And the producer was like, listen, nobody wants to sign on to anything that's more than like 10 to 20 people because of the backlash and because of the um, potential for there to be an outbreak of some capacity. So like large events like that, it's like, it's a 50 50 now. Like, it's like, should we go? Should we not? I'm going to go, but maybe. So it's like, Mm. It's in this really weird place where before it was so cut and dry, it was like, I will wear masks and I will not hang out with people and I will not do these things because it is an imminent threat. And now the Delta variant, nobody really knows how to like address it. So it's like we're in this really weird space where it's like, well, I'll hang out with a couple of friends. Yeah, but I will wear my mask always still. But then there are events that it so it's like. It's confusing and it's difficult and there's no right or wrong where before it was pretty obvious. It's funny Um, that you should say that because like, it's funny you talking about the confusion of it being like a new thing. This country from day one, the message has been unclear. (laughs) So like we, it was always like blotchy with, with morality and what we thought we were supposed to do, what we thought we weren't like for the first solid three months, no one was wearing masks just because we thought like, why, like, we don't know. So it just sounds like this new confusion for you with this Delta variant is like a new thing that's like added to the mix of horrendousness of it all. Whereas this is something that UK has been experiencing for like, but also it is kind of new because I remember when we spoke so before, it was our freedom day, like everything uh-huh. up. So it's kind yeah. of like they've gone, okay, we had a year and a half of telling you what to do, make your own mask yeah. out. So there isn't a mask mandate, but like oh, in, there for instance, in London, there is on public, uh, transport. public transport. Yeah. Most supermarkets, most shops have a sign, but it's not the law. And they can't do anything about it. So if you don't wear a mask, like, whereas before you could be fined or whatever, I don't even think they're doing that anymore. Like, you can can Mm. definitely just not do it. And it's like, cases are skyrocketing, but they're never going to lock down again, apparently, because we're so vaccinated. So then it's like, all of the events are still happening, but half get Mm -hmm. cancelled. So it's like, what do you do? Whereas before, it was very much like, this is the right thing to do. This is moral. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I'm not really sure. I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not really sure where I lie in, in, in the spectrum over whatever's happening. That's so interesting because I feel like in America, it was very, it was very cut and dry, especially because we had like <clears throat> the conservatives very 
very quickly be like, no masks. It's the flu. Um, shut up. Don't tell me what to do. I'm not, I can, I'm going to go to the bar still and ride my horse. And so it was very clear. It was like, okay, well, I'm not over there. That yeah. does not seem to be the move. Yeah. And so like, <clears throat> it was very clear to like, <clears throat> lay on the side of like extra precautious now it's like well do I still be super super cautious or can I give a little and now especially in America it's such a heated like debate and it's like people who don't mask up are like we villainized them because obviously they kept the pandemic going for so yeah. long and so many people died. So it's like, you really do not want to be on that side. Yeah. But then yesterday I was working a job um, and we were in like a warehouse packing swag boxes for like this uh, production and we were all vaccinated and we still had to wear masks. And I was like, yes, yes. But also there is no AC in this warehouse, but I don't want to be that person to be yeah. like, could we take the masks off? Because you, because it's like, no, I don't want to be remotely associated with that part of the country or those those people that strongly, you know, don't give a shit about other people and are very much like, I don't want to do this. I tutor, um, I tutor a 15 year old girl and she is going back to school Mm. and I'm like learning about the politics within this like kind of wealthier school district. Yeah. And they have to get tested every single week. Um, And but apparently they're getting notified like every week that somebody in their class has been exposed, but they don't give the name of the student and then they all have to get tested again. Wow. That's really interesting. It's really interesting. And I'm like, whoa, what a weird, like, like, it's amazing. It's amazing. I don't know if it's the normal schools. I know that this is like, we do uh, they do kids are testing yeah. or I think from because yeah. everyone's just gone back to school I don't think they have to anymore mm. or it's up you to can do school. like a hybrid I think it's, up it's the same thing now. it's up to everyone and it's so funny because it's like no oh, I think we need a little bit of leadership <laughs> some mm-hmm. capacity really because the government I mean? especially here like this is the thing when we opened up it's not because things are better. It's because our government is bankrolled by big business and the big business are going, we're not going to mm-hmm. bankroll your next campaign if you don't open mm-hmm. up. We're losing the money. So then when exactly. they come and go, guys, we've looked at the numbers and everything's fine. It's like, I know you're lying. I, I know that, you know, Weatherspoons yeah. has got its foot on your neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So it's like, there's like such a distrust with any information that's coming, especially like, I mean, you know, like our last, I hate to even say president, but like our last, like whatever, what clown, our last clown in chief um, (laughs) was just dispelling like so much misinformation that it was like, so then you like subconsciously learn that like, oh, anybody in power is probably saying the opposite of what we should do in some capacity this has been the i mean not okay we're going to start talking about covid after i make this point but we've it's been the pattern of like in this country the pattern has been if the government says that they have no plans for a lockdown if they publicly say that but you heard rumors that there will be one there's going to be one but if they say there isn't going to be one there is going to be one and if they say there is going to be one there still is going to be one 
Yeah. It's like, you're having, it's like, you're having to like pick up on context clues and kind of patch things together. Between the lines. You're yeah. going to have to see how they word things, like yeah. compare it to exactly. last week. There's no plans for a lockdown. Why have you made me plans? Surely there should be a plan B. Surely you made a plan. Surely there's at least one plan. <laughs> like, one, please. It's yeah. like a scavenger hunt, but it's later, for it's your... Like, bam! Lockdown. Okay. <laughs> Our listeners are like, please, no more clues. Please, no more. But it's like a scavenger hunt, but but it's for your life. It's, it's like super fun. Heat strikes. Yay! Heat strikes. Um, Woo! I've, I've, I've got some more America, <laughs> uh, America talk points. Oh, hit me. Hit I'm me. I'm obsessed. You, you can ask us any questions about yeah, this. Oh, yeah. I, I love hearing myself it. talk, though. Well, this so is this is the amazing. Thing is that we had this great conversation when we talked before about like America, UK. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to like rehash some of that for the Let's listeners. do it. Oh, yeah. Let's because, do it. Like, I'm obsessed with America because obviously we grow up like with so much America beamed into mm-hmm. us in England yeah, and we're supposedly close countries, but then like, I do kind of see America as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> because it is a joke. And, like, like when you said, <laughs> oh, we think of ourselves as a progressive country, I thought, no, you're not. We're not. And it's so funny because I feel like um, other countries think that we think we're great. Mm. Um, my generation and like my like on the scale that I'm at because I'm like very far left Hmm. even up until like what you would consider moderates um we know we know we are in a sinking ship like we are by no means like I think you know you grow up in the American school system um learning about how great America is and how we've saved all of these countries from imminent ruin and from socialism and communism. And we are number one. And then you kind of, you know, are indoctrinated with that. And then you go out into the real world. Like I moved to New York and, you know, started talking to people and, you know, I I got an education and was like, oh, okay. So that's a load of bullshit actually. And none of that is true. And this is actually really terrible what we're doing all the time um but there are still like there it it, it's once again like america it's such a large country that there is such an even split it feels like now of people who now are trying to cling to the idea that america is great because they've been fed it their entire lives so to be like hey everything you learned about the country that you live in and what you identify um, as like your place of origin and how great and patriotic you are um, that's a lie this country was built on blood people are like ah no no, don't say that because yeah. I, I've been flying this flag and I've got family members who have served. And so it's like, it's yeah. so interesting, but you know, half of the country is very aware that this is a garbage dumpster fire. Um, and <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, but like a lot of people, you know, especially like, I don't want to like generalize, but you know, I I can only speak from my own personal experience and obviously I'm going to generalize, but like a lot Mm. of the South and a lot of like countries that are red leaning, it's like they're clinging to that idea because it's, it's easy and it's, it benefits them. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, but then once you start realizing and learning about like the actuality of America, you're like, absolutely horrified you're like excuse me we did what yeah for how long and we're still doing it 
I can't imagine like having grown up with an amazing like heroic image of my country and then having it Mm. like slowly shattered over time like I can't imagine how that must have felt like for anyone I'm not saying like I don't know how you perceived your country when you were growing up regardless of your education but there must have obviously been people that just like scooped up and ate that bullshit the whole whole time and then it was just like shattered that must be quite traumatic especially if you're from a like yeah. You know, I hate to say bumfuck nowhere in America. Like, say bumfuck nowhere. I'm from there. I guess the only way you're going to be like convinced that your town is worth staying in is if it's like, but well, you're part of America. Like, this is great. Like, yeah. you're in the best country in the world. So who cares if there's nothing near us? Like, 100%. And it's also like, it also instills like a weird, like, gratitude mm. that, like, that makes it, it that makes it nearly impossible to criticize the system that you're living in because you're like you're gr- you've grown up being like wow I get to live in the best country ever so I can't actually criticize the country because I've been told my entire life how lucky it's so it the gaslighting we keep coming back to this word but the gaslighting is immense America it's like it's insane the whole world I met even oh, the people 100%. who believe it are gaslighting themselves. Like, if you need mm-hmm. to say you're great that much and do Fourth of July every year, like you're trying to convince yourself of something because you're exactly. also not old enough as a country to be the best. But yeah, to be saying hear, shit like, like that. Biden saying like, you know, we're the best, and it's like this is mm. so. Have weird. you been to France? France is pretty yeah. great. <laughs> okay. Have you been to Have you been to the Netherlands? <laughs> All right. Bye. How, how do you say croissant? Croissant. croissant 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 oh yeah i'd like oh, a yeah. buttery flaky croissant croissant <laughs> what do you say croissant. croissant what do you say croissant a croissant a croissant you do not say that croissant croissant you walk around you go into a bakery and you say hello my name's lola i'd like a croissant why am i announcing no, 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 myself no, 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 no. to the bakery it's croissant like it's c-w-a croissant. say it again Croissant. 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 Like quack. No, but I hit the T. Like croissant. (laughs) Oh, you hit that. You hit that hard. Croissant. I have the croissant, please, and a latte. (laughs) (laughs) S'il vous plaît, un croissant. I refuse to believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Por favor, un croissant. (laughs) Wait, yeah. so so you you literally walk in and you say it like like okay, pretend I am working at Okay, no no no. I'll do the improv. I'll do the improv. Well, I buy Yeah, do the improv. Yeah. Uh, okay, hey. how can I help you today, miss? Hi, um could I please have a, a pan au chocolat and a croissant please and bullshit. Uh, Bullshit. Get out of my store. Get out of my store. You psychopath. <laughs> what do you say? Croissant. Can I please have a croissant? Can you, can you even like that you added an oi croissant. <laughs> like we'd be shouted out if we went in. I was like, hi, can I get a croissant? They'd be like, mm, no, you don't deserve really? a croissant. No. no oh my croissant. God. See, that is, a, and this is just speaking to the ignorance of America, right? I'm like playing right into it. I'm like, fuck y'all. It's a croissant. It's like, from America, a classic from America. America. I had I had a French teacher when I was a kid, when I was in year eight, I had a French teacher and mm. we used to do these like listening and speaking exams. She, before doing a speaking or a listening exam, she would make us say like 
baguette, which everyone got right. And then she'd make a say, she but she'd write it on the board without saying it. She'd make a say croissant. And like a couple of people said croissant and they got instant fails. Like they failed them. It wasn't like a big exam. It was just to be like to just that is right in front of the class incredible. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. yeah. See, we it's the UK. It, that's incredible. See, I, I, I lived like in a border town. Like I was like close to Mexico. Mm-hmm. So like every English, like, or like a, sorry, language requirement was obviously Spanish, mm-hmm. which is so funny, but I feel like that's like a common thread in America, unless you're like in the wealth, like not lower, not poor, yeah. um, you can pick other languages to learn, but like the majority of like people I know took Spanish because like we have such like a large, you know, um, Spanish speaking population and yet America hates them. So it's like, it's very confusing because it's like, learn this language. You're going to be hearing it all the time, but also they need to go back to their country. And it's like, this is very confusing. I am very (laughs) lost. Very lost. um, You have a very different relationship to Spanish because we also took Spanish but we're taking oh, okay. taking like Spain Spanish, whereas you're kind of taking like, like South American, American yeah, like yeah, Latin American. Yeah. Like it's it's not. We're just yeah. taking Spain Spanish, but they are very. You know, we're taking Spain Spanish. We're taking French France. Yeah. French, we're not French. taking Canadian French. We're taking we're German taking German. Yeah. Like we're not taking <laughs> you, any of this Canadian French. We're not taking Boston Irish. We're, we're taking no, Island no, no. Irish. <laughs> <laughs> we're cutting Did straight you- to the source. And we are getting the goods and we are taking them for themselves. Like much, much like, much like Fiji water. Yes. (laughs) Straight from the full circles, straight from the full circles, straight from the source, just like Fiji water. That one little mountain rock, a little trickle, (laughs) a little trickle, little drop. Fiji water, if you're listening to this, please sponsor us. (laughs) Yes. It's one trickle and then there's all of these droppers into millions. Yeah. Um, w- wait, do you guys take other, like, do you take multiple languages in school? Yeah, like Leon did, I think there was a German option. So, so we're in secondary school, which is our so, wait, middle no, school high, slash no. high school. High school and sophomore high school. school. High school. So you have, you have four in high school, right? Four what? Four years. <laughs> Oh yeah, four years. Yeah, they take the top two. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's its own thing in England. And the bottom two are part of middle school. Sorry, take the top two. That's its own thing. Yeah, <laughs> what? That's called college. Ah, oh, which is not <laughs> university. <laughs> then okay, y'all, y'all take, over there, y'all across the pond make everything so difficult. Take take the bottom two. Okay. And then take three from middle school. That's its own thing here as well. That's secondary school. Get out, get out, get out. See, you that's why I think you don't the, fact that, <laughs> the fact that your education system is so complicated, I think plays to the fact that England is way smarter than us because, <laughs> because we're like, if you told a bunch of high schoolers that like, it's three of their class, whatever you just said, they drop out immediately and be like, fuck this, I'm going to trade school. Um, or like, fuck this, I'm I'm going to just run the local family shop, which is 
you know, go off, do your thing. But um, the fact that it's so intricate means that like people from England can comprehend <laughs> that system. It's part of getting in. Like Superior. if you can work it out, you can, you get in. And that's the first step. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, and that's why you guys will always be superior. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> Just so the resigned. Yeah. Well, we talked about this before, but like, mm. how do you see our country? Like, do you hear mm. our news? Do you think about us? Do you, think about, do you think about us? Do you think about us? Because all of your sitcoms you have wonder? like one token us? English character and they're always the joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're always the butt of the joke. I mean, it's so interesting because I can sound as like educated and intelligent as like I like I could be like, oh, I went to college and I understand how terrible America is. But like, I'm still ignorant as shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> other countries, like I, you know, you're not primed in this country to give a shit about anybody else except yourself and how much you're producing. Like that is the standard. And so it's so funny that you're like, what do you think of England? Like I think of England and I'm like the queen. Wow. Okay. And I'm like, I'm an educated adult. Like I read books. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I read you books. I, mean? All right. I read, listen, I, I have a very high reading level and comprehension. Um, yeah. And yet, like, I know nothing about England politics. Like I know about Boris Johnson because he Boris? is Boris. 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 What did you, what did you call Boris? Boris. Boris. Bojo. 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 <laughs> Bojo, I'm so glad you remember. I that love it. <laughs> I love it. See, my little American brain was like, Bojo. <laughs> <laughs> and then forgot pleasures. about everything. <laughs> like, simple pleasures. We're a simple people here in America. We don't need very much. We need catchy names. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, no, I don't know anything about England politics. Like, as far as like, and I, I feel like this goes... I feel like I can speak for like a majority of my friends and my like group. Um, we don't really think about y'all. Like we really like, like I said, we have like nine dumpster fires going on all the time. And England's like, Hey, we did a thing. And we're like, get out of here. Like we are on fire. Great. Do your thing. But we are trying to extinguish half of our country right now, mm -hmm. uh, which is so sad that we don't have the time to, like, look into international affairs because, like, like a literal war is constantly always happening in our country. We just don't call it a war. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, like what I know about England is like the queen and champers. And, um, I watched the crown and I was like, wow, the Royal family. Yeah. I know it's sad. Isn't it? <laughs> um, but like, for instance, like Brexit, like that was big news. Did that really get Brexit. you? Brexit. I remember Brexit, but we were ha like, here's the other thing. <laughs> like Brexit that happened. And I'm like, course. Yeah, I was like, yo, fucking hop on board. Like, welcome to crazy town. Welcome to <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, welcome to hell. Do you know what I mean? And it's so, it's so funny because that, like, that, that, that individualism that we like learn really stays like through it all. Where I heard about Brexit and I was like, yeah, that's shitty. Um, but I gotta there once again, garbage fire, gotta attend to it. And I also assume, and this is probably really terrible, I always assume that England is, like, not doing as poorly as America is. Mm. And, like, 
all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, they had an incident. They'll be fine. We, however, are never going to bounce back from this. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, so, so interesting. I was thinking about this earlier when you were talking about like idiots in America. Mm. I think we are both similarly fucked countries at the moment. But like the evil in America is like dumb and loud and shouts at each other on Fox News and our evil are rich and quiet. Insidious. And probably like the same like luxury foods we do and and go to very Mm -hmm. sort of respectful gentleman clubs and fuck the country over where they go shooting. They're as evil and they're as money grabbing as Mm -hmm. the dumb, loud sort of, you know, like Trump. Yeah, but it's yeah. It's also that you know they're probably friends with the queen, so like yeah, actually wow, yeah, so like, like actually it's, wow, it's really like um, it's dark as fuck. It's a, it's like yeah. a, well, that's what monarchy is. It's old. It's like yeah. old evil money, whereas yeah, America's like dumb new money, young dumb young evil <laughs> like living off yeah. money. Well, it's, like, it's, you... <laughs> it's so it's so funny because I remember like watching the news all of 2020 it was like wow where's like our leaders and our politicians are so dumb that they don't even try to hide the fact that they're like committing atrocities all the time like they're just open about it all the time like on the news they're like yeah fuck that and then you're like did i hear that correctly Mm -hmm. and then the news is like yeah but like not they didn't really mean it and you're like they literally point blank said a horrible thing and they're like ah yeah. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Slap um, on the list. I think at least like you can see the fire in America. Yeah. Like, I, 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 yeah. I don't Go think it's it. any mistake that like our the queen is supposed has always supposed to be like a calming effect on mm-hmm. England. Yeah. I don't think it's any mm-hmm. mistake that she speaks the same as all of our evil politicians. Yeah. So like mm. we, we hear that voice and we're like calmed. Yeah. But like, do you know what Eaton is? Uh-uh. Is this school, like not even a university, like school that almost every single politician, like prime minister in England has gone to. So like they all I think from I saw place. that in the crown. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So they yeah. all go to this like wealthy, like elite school. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a boys' school. Of course it is. Yeah. It's all it's an old boys' go. We're back. And they wear suits <laughs> to school. Like it's pretty weird. All right, fun off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That see, that's so interesting because, like, what do you how do you guys feel about the monarchy? Like, I'm so interested. Like, I personally, like, I I just, you know, obviously watched The Crown, which is not a reliable source, nor is it a primary source by any regard. Um, but like I still don't understand what the hell is going on with the monarch monarchy. I would say like, like what? I would say, okay, so with the crown, I would actually say that it's then they are, if you're gonna watch any like dramatized version of that, the crown's probably your best go to because they do, they are fairly brutally honest about it. Like, yeah, is, you know, they are talking about the fact that they were associating with Nazis and they are talking Mm -hmm. about the fact that um, Edward or David, whatever his name was, abdicated and then like Mm -hmm. literally had lunch with Hitler. Like, that is talked about. Yeah. Um, but I would say with the monarchy, like I'm I'm very like, you know, I'm definitely not pro-monarchy at all in any way. Mm-hmm. But I do think mm-hmm. that like the queen is just mm-hmm. it's almost like we as a country treat her separately from the monarchy, which is obviously this Interesting. huge. She's like it's like this huge, like 
organ for just bad. It's just bad, the monarchy, right? I don't yeah. know if that's a general feeling in the country, but it's just definitely a bad thing. But we treat yeah. the queen, even the most liberal of us, I think, like deep down, treat the queen like the country's grandma. Like she's she's like sipping I love that she's got, her corgis, she's got her cardigan on like she's just yeah she's the country's grandma and so when she dies I feel yeah. like uh, there will be like a cultural reset when it comes to the monarchy because when wow. she dies like Charles will either take over or it will be you know one of the sons or whatever which obviously you know Harry is now you know, come away from it with Megan, which I think is amazing. And a lot of the weird thing as well, like the weird thing about this for like even lefties in this country, like Mm. my mum's gay and and very Mm. liberal. Um, And I was talking to her about like, you know, Harry and Megan, and she had some quite surprisingly strong opinions about it in like a negative way. Like, yeah, she was like, "Mm, I don't know if they're racist. And I was like, mum, it, they literally invented racism for this country. Like they, they literally paved the racist way for this country. How can and you the world well? and the world? I think that's <laughs> the monarchy has always tried very hard to be separate from any political issues, to just be like a, a lovely regal thing. So for it's people so to start hearing about racism, mental health in the same breath as monarchy, like I don't think it makes sense to people because they're supposed to be like this mythical creature so and what do you think that does for the country like what do you think having that does do you know that they're tied to our politics like vaguely so like even though it doesn't mean anything when a when a government is voted in the queen invites the new prime minister over Mm -hmm. and asks him or her to create a government Mm-hmm. And she technically has final approval on any law. She doesn't really. Um, she's powerless, okay. but that kind of. <laughs> uh... it, but that's the classic thing with this country, right? Because, okay, there's no written like power or law, but with and, I, and this even this is so entrenched in our politics. But obviously, in America, you have this like wham bam thank you ma'am like set of laws whereas in this country law is a very much a more loose term because like in in the sense of like we have laws and rules that have come in from so many different places over so many hundreds and hundreds of years Mm -hmm. they're completely entrenched within our society and so like the word of the queen to a politician is treated mm. as like that's the law, even though it, there's no there's no recognition oh. of that, and it's not written down anywhere. Like, what were we learning about in politics? Where like in America, all of, Leon will say this better, but like in America, all of the laws are like written, whereas in this country, they're all like it's a lot. It's a lot of like, like you. Saying you stuff. had a moment, and um, like well, you know, like Hamilton, like. But, you know, seeing that, like you have this moment and yeah, you've had a few times when new laws have been written down, but they're still like, this is the constitution. This is the amendment. We have these scraps. Some are new, some are hundreds of years old. We still trust them as much as each other. It's very theatrical. When parliament opens Mm. at the beginning of the year, someone comes up to the door of parliament and knocks on it with the queen's like stick and... What? 
the yeah. and the speaker of the house has to open the door because democracy has to let the monarchy in. So like that, and that happens every year still. Yeah. What? Like the, the drama. It's like drama. It's drama. drama. It's so camp. And like it is also, camp. It's so camp. It's so flashy. It's like it feels very like I'm amazed America doesn't like take a hint from this. But it's you the know thing with that, that comes from like um we're a very ceremonious country. We like a mm. ceremony, and that comes we love a ceremony. We love a ceremony. We it comes, love it a comes ceremony. from like the Church of England, it comes from um you know years of being formal and calling it being professional and you know that obviously stems from racism and it's it's that oh, yeah. very um step-by-step process in order to mm-hmm. pull the wool over the collective eyes of the nation um That's so interesting and it's just and it's even like i hear on radio 4 like when whenever they commence a parliament speaking there's this mm-hmm. fucking guy and he's like, you, you know, they, they're supposed to say order, order at the beginning of each ceremony. And mm-hmm. he's like, order, mm-hmm. order. And it's like, they're taking the piss out of their own fucking rules. Like it's so fucked up. And all the, yeah. But also like, and I think this goes to what I was saying earlier that like with all this ceremony and campness, you, you're not going to expect evil, but evil is there. Like you're like this yeah. is fun and it's respectful and it's old and it. But and then look, it's like, but all the people who invented these rules literally uh-huh. didn't think any of us should have rights. So why do I? Why do we see it as this uh, innocent thing? Yeah, but it's yeah. so proper. It's not proper. That is so interesting. That that that's so different because I feel like in America there's such a difference there because there is no showiness in America other than. And like we're gonna fly a bunch of like very loud planes and, and fire guns and do all this military stuff. Um, but like it's it's different because it's like America, we don't at this point, I feel like we don't try to sugarcoat anything. Mm. I feel like I feel like we now know what's going on. And the difference is like, they're not even being, (laughs) they're not even like trying to, like we said this earlier, they're not even trying to hide what they're doing anymore because they know that as a, as a country, we cannot like come together on any issues to overturn anything. And they know that they've skewed the power in such a way that like they can say anything they want and we literally cannot do anything. Like, it's like, oh. they don't even have to put on the show anymore. Like we saw that with like, you know, the clown in chief, like we saw that with him. He knew he was like, I could say whatever the fuck I want, you know, like, and the way in which they, you know, fucked our judi- judicial branch are exa- like, it's all so skewed that we have people in power who can like sexually assault women all the time, who can do X, Y, and Z pass these horrible laws. And it's like, what are you going to do about it? Because our country is so divided that it's like, yeah, we did this. What are you going to do? And then we have the the people who are championing, championing um, those leaders being like, well, they're being honest and they're not sugarcoating wow, shit. That's dumb. And we love to see it. And it's like, wow, we really cannot get on board here, y'all. Like, they're not even, like, it sounds like in England, like, there is, like, an amount of, like, like you said, there's a ceiling. There's, like, like a ceiling to how how bad you can get. However, I think, obviously, the extreme in America would be different from the extreme here. And I think you've reached What does the extreme look like? Like, 
Trump. Bo- yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. would say yeah. Boris Johnson is the extreme in England of how bad it could get because he is like Trump in that he is shameless. Mm. He will lie openly. He, if yep. he's tested on a lie, he will he will just tell some weird other lie. And the fucked up yeah. thing is, if you in Parliament, if you're a, uh, an MP in Parliament, and you say openly in Parliament, I'm mm. accusing this other MP of lying, you immediately get kicked out. You like, can't call, you can't anyone, call a anyone a liar. Yeah, you can lie it's constantly as the Prime Minister. Yeah. So you can lie, you're allowed to lie, but you're not allowed to tell, like, that anyone else is lying. And that's where the ceremony falls apart. Like, you can't (laughs) hold It's all show. It's It's all all show. show. It's like, that's so interesting. But there is a show. Like, there's a show. Well, well, here's the thing. Like, I feel like America, this is, I'm, I'm like going to draw some weird parallels here. I feel like you guys have the showiness of, um, the crown and you have all these ceremonies we have like media is like our mm-hmm. our like way of because that's where a lot of like america gets their education from and where we form a lot of like these ideals and like these ideas and how we view the world is through like an inundation of media constantly like TV show because we're like you know the film and TV capital of the world so it's like we are constantly intaking all of these um idealized versions of America via movies TV music it's like that is the way in which we are being like brain not brainwashed but like essentially like everything's fine here look at this cool TV show about America and then the music as well so like that's our version of the crown I guess is like how much media we are constantly intaking um that usually always has a positive spin on America, except for if you're watching more like alternative TV, there is some like criticism to it, but. Yeah. I mean, look at friends, like friends is like, I don't know. Friends to me feels like the pinnacle of that because it's so digestible. Mm. Like it's so easy to watch. It's objectively funny. It's Mm -hmm. clean enough for daytime television. It's Mm -hmm. all American. Like it's, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's so, yeah, that's fucked. It's, it's so interesting because it's also like, um, like as an actor and like trying to figure out where I fit into like the, um, like the ecosystem of film and trying to put myself in certain typecasting, you, you learn very quickly that there, that network TV, Mm. um, network TV is anything on ABC, um, CBS, anything that you can get on a channel in TV, like that is for middle America. Mm. And you learn that when you're studying to be an actor, you learn about network and what it looks like. And, um, I spent a lot of years trying to become somebody who could get into like network TV for middle America, but the content for middle America is so vanilla Mm. and so like easily digestible. And it's like, and, and it's so interesting because it tries to be progressive in ways that is digestible. So like they'll, they'll have one gay character. Like I'm watching Grey's Anatomy right now, which was like a phenomenon and same with friends. Like it's the same thing where it's like, that is for, you know, the everyday middle-class people to watch. And it's like, they'll introduce certain ideas. Like there'll be a black character. Ooh, 
uh, or there be like a gay character. But it's like the 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 content of those shows is so apolitical, yeah, and usually sways a little bit to the right to kind yeah. of keep the middle of America like happy. It's so interesting, especially when you're trying to put yourself into like a situation where you are doing media or you are doing television. You have to learn about the different like different mm. um categories of American television. Cause I'm like, well, I'm out for network, you know, like yeah. I'm never well, going to you cast are. in a network you're show. Now. Like you're definitely out, <laughs> out of the running for that. I feel like, well, that's, that's, well, that's like the, the, the great thing about TikTok. I feel like, um, which like I was really happy to find because I'm like, oh, this is amazing because in America, like media is God. Like we are, con like I said earlier, we're constantly taking in TVs, TV shows, movies, like going to the movies. Like it's a huge thing. And um, when TikTok came around, I was like, wow, this is incredible because you're getting people who are actually experiencing these things, certain like, you know, living situations um, who are identifying as whatever and being able to talk about it openly in their own voice without it being polished by the media or taken down a notch in order to be digestible for like the entire United States um, was so like exciting mm. because our TV and movies moves at a glacial pace to mm. what is actually being experienced by a lot of Americans. Like just like we're just now getting like trans characters in like media and it's so polished and it's so like like it's, it's so like one-dimensional it's a binary TikTok like, coming yeah. yeah but also like oh, streaming, streaming has changed everything as well like you would streaming have, has changed everything you wouldn't yeah. have gotten the handmaid's tale on network television like ryan murphy ryan murphy is like our god yeah like we love because like yeah you know, when you see like early in his career he started like making you know quite moderate stuff to get a name and now he's using that power sometimes for cheese yeah. but mostly for good yeah yeah and that's and that's and that's the interesting thing is like you when you enter into this profession you know that you're gonna have to play along with those rules for American television and TV, where you're going to have to dilute everything to shit. Yeah. And then you can get to a point in your career where you can start being controversial. Mm. But then there's a really interesting thing as well, where certain shows are deemed controversial, but they're so safe still. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I just watched, like I'm watching Grey's Anatomy because it's such a good comfort show. Like it just puts me to sleep instantly. And they had like a trans character who like was having top surgery and you could tell like the producers were like, we are groundbreaking right yeah. now. Like we yeah. are doing it, but it was so vanilla. It was like, the dad was like, that's not my daughter. And they were like, whoa, that's your son. Wow. Bum, 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 bum. And then it was like the end of the episode and you're like, that's all that's it. That's what we get. Like, that's how we're going to, okay. Hey, all right. So it's like, there. it's like, it's so watered down. You're wasting these great actors. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And they're going to waste. what we do with Sandro. 
We do killing. We, you oh. see, but we put her to work. Oh my God. Fuck. Listen, here's the thing. You guys are doing incredible shit over there in the UK. I am like, so, like you have Phoebe Waller-Bridge. You like the shit you guys are pumping out, like because of streaming, I was able to like intake a lot of like UK media and I'm like, wow. Also the writing is just always better. Like we're you, you so can jealous of like things don't get picked up for long here or yeah. they don't even write. They're like, do you want another season? And they're like, no, six and a half episodes was enough. Yeah. And we're like, like my Ugh. dream would be to show run something like as long as like the walking dead. Yeah. Like, oh, because yeah. you're in people's yeah. rooms, every living rooms, every week, like you're connecting with people and like that, Yeah. that small incremental change. I know like, it's mm-hmm. dumb on Grey's Anatomy when they're like, oh my God, like, or like, but yeah. like, if it's hitting middle America, like, yeah. That, and like, they've been watching it nine years. They trust these yeah. people now. You just made me think exactly. about something. You just, with that sentence, you just said like, we're in people's living rooms every week. Now mm-hmm. we're in people's bed, like content is now beds. in beds every week. And I do think that yeah. that's changed like, because obviously you're you're in a more intimate setting when you're watching this. You're very much like it's an individual experience. Do you think that's yeah. changed the way that content is being like marketed and made and produced? Or do you think yes. that we get to catch up with that? No, I think I think that the I think streaming is like the best thing that's ever happened to any kind of storytelling. Yeah. Because you're not having to pitch ideas to middle America. Because also, like, if you're pitching something to, like, a television network, you have to span the gamut. Because you're going from, you know, the West Coast to the East Coast. This is, like, primetime television. It has to be just likable enough for everybody in the entire United States to tune in at 6 p.m. on a Wednesday. So it's got to be family friendly. It has to be a little bit controversial, but not too much. Um, It has to like have family values, but it has to hit that humor that we all know and love. And what streaming did was it was like, well, we're not pitching to middle America families anymore. We're, we're hitting people directly, like you said, in the, in their beds. So now we can kind of branch out and not have to um, like condense what we're doing for everybody. We can now have these little niches, like where we hit certain pockets of people. um, And that's enough, which is amazing. And Netflix and HBO and, you know, Apple and all these companies that are starting to get on board with like streaming services are realizing, oh, we can diversify our entire programming, like to to hit all these different demographics. Yeah. And it's amazing because then you, then that's where like the real shit happens and where we can get real stories that maybe, you know, people in Ohio don't necessarily appreciate, but, you know, there is this pocket of people that will watch and yeah. they will create a very strong fan base and they will continue to watch, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. But then America does the thing where it's like, wow, that season was great. Let's make more money. And then they pump out a second season of something as quickly as possible and don't give the writers enough time. Yeah. And then ruin the show. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? So it's like, like yeah. short. It's like a very small, I don't know. It's like a, what am I trying to say? Like you've got a very short memory attention. for like what works, mm-hmm. short attention span. And also, like you might be in people's beds, but you're not in 
they're beds every week now you're in it for maybe a weekend and then they finish the season and they're like I want another one and like exactly it's going to stop doing long long uh like series because people don't want to wait a year whereas Uh before they'd be all right because they don't be waiting like three months because they've been watching it every week now it's like yeah. I've done it in a weekend. Where's the next season? It's like we yeah. literally you just yep. watched it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just watched um fi- have you guys seen Physical with Rose Byrne? No. Rose Byrne. It's on app. Oh. Oh my God. You guys have to watch it. It's on Apple TV. It's worth the free trial. I <laughs> burned and I absolutely burned through the series because it's like she's like um it's it's set in the 70s late 70s and she is um like it's loosely based off of Jane Fonda and it's this woman discovering like aerobics and building an aerobics empire essentially which draws you in but what it's actually about is this woman who is being oppressed in the 70s by like her husband and men and she has a uh an, an eating disorder and it's so fucking good it is like incredible and the series like kind of hinges on i i think it it takes a little bit from fleabag where it um it 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 it, uh often incorporates her intrusive thoughts constantly um it is so so good but that's something that like it was coming out every week and i remember being like why are you doing this to me like i just yeah. want the next episode like this is such horseshit i wish i would have known about the show after it had all come yeah, out yeah, so yeah, i could just yeah. just you know lay into it um but i remember when I, netflix used to do that like mm-hmm. little liars that used to do it with that and like after oh, yeah. like two episodes like I got over it and I was like enjoyed it coming and now yeah. like, you have to like have self-control you have to be like I'm enjoying this so much that it's only going to be one episode tonight because like yep I don't because then it's play. done yeah well it's it's so interesting it's like it's it says so much about like our attention spans where we're like I need that dopamine hit now and I'm just going to keep cranking it over and over and over again and once again I think that's why TikTok took off because it's like one minute little snippets that you can just relate to it's just it's just people wanting to relate and see themselves so badly um because especially like in America like you're gaslit to shit so you don't even know who you are anymore and a lot of the quirks and like um eccentrics or like any kind of like different brain stuff going on it has been beaten out of you to the point where you're like I just want to see somebody who looks like me somewhere talking in a way that I talk please for the love of God because I do not look like or sound like any of these people I want you to ask us some questions questions. okay 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 wait first of all how old are you guys I've 20. never asked this question. 20. 20. Too oh. What? I love no this way. game. What was your guess? I was going to guess 24. Oh, yeah. I guess Damn, I'm you guys so are much better it. than everyone else. We're killing you the are. goddamn game. Oh, no, you are. And just know that. You are guys we are fucking killing it. Are we better, better than, than everyone, everyone else? else? <laughs> <laughs> I speak for everybody and I say absolutely 100%. <laughs> Um, well, you're a um, star, so mm. yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're I'm, really the game. I'm an influencer. Content you're a content creator. creator. Yeah. yeah. 
Hey. Um, uh, okay. Uh, I have a lot of questions. Um, how is the mental health care system in England? Like, have you guys had to deal with that? Like, what does that look like? Is it better than America? Like I don't really know what you mean by system, which makes me think that there's more of like a system in America. Like we have a system for yeah. young people. Yeah. Um, Under 25s. Called CAMS, which is like, I can't remember what it stands for, but like that's notoriously impossible Two, two to three year waiting list. Yeah. Like you have to be like yeah. in the reception area, like self-harming and they'll be like, we'll get you on the list in six months. Yeah. I oh managed my to, God. I managed to get with them for a bit and it was really shit. So bad. Um, Underfunded. So I, but wow. then private, like, because there's like a ceiling with how much you can charge before you get your accreditation in England. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, not all councillors have an accreditation. So mm-hmm. you can get decent private therapy for like 30 quid an hour. Yeah. 30 pounds. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. An hour yeah. a week. Yeah. And like I, my best therapist, I was, it was 50 an hour. Yeah. That was my best therapist as well was 50 an hour. Yeah. Oh my God. You guys <laughs> therapy in America is like a hundred, 125, 150 a session. Wow. And then, and then if you're like, like I'm paying currently like 75, that's the most I've ever paid for a therapist. And she's the only therapist that has been like, yeah, I work with people who have experienced trauma before. Wow. And I'm like, wow, take all my money. Take it all. Because it's so abysmal here. I don't know if you can, I think you can get mental health counseling free on the NHS um but you, it has to be really bad before yeah. they see you and yeah. also like the NHS is so stretched thin that I think we all love it so much here that yeah. we, we really ask ourselves could I deal with this privately then let's just get, give them a break like, yeah, yeah. yeah like I yeah. can afford what like 200 pounds a month if I'm doing therapy every week there are people wow. who need like they're so stretched thin they I think really I hard. think we think like that about the NHS especially with the pandemic because we all love it as a concept so much and we don't want to overwhelm it yeah like Does I'll give you an work? example yeah I'll give you an example of this I've had swollen glands for the last 18 years and uh, no I've had sort of guns for like three months and I'm just like yeah. yeah like I had I had tonsillitis like three three times in a row and I felt so bad for troubling them with it three times I was like I'm just gonna deal with this one on my own <laughs> and I'm like I'm like looking oh. at my eczema and I'm like there's a 5 million person NHS backlog because of COVID. Do I want to make that 5 million at one? Like, it's I doesn't so, This is so fascinating to me. This is so, wow. The fact that you're thinking as a collective and being like, I, that just says so much about socialized medicine that you're like, we're all in this together and I can just, you know, sleep on this eczema real quick so that somebody else can get care. That is yeah. like- I mean, first of all, it's fucked that not everybody can get care. But the fact that, like, is that like a general, like... I think it is, there's a lot, especially in, like, more working class communities um, and, like, further up the country, to speak generally. And I think also the older generations and in areas where there is a lot more of the older generation. Yeah. 
they do think like that. Like I've heard a lot, like wow. on Radio 4, like we'll do question times on Radio 4, like uh, at 1 p.m. every single day. And a lot of the time, like they talk in about like health issues and like long COVID and stuff like that. And a lot, I've heard a lot of conversations about how like people resist care or like they they put off medical stuff because they know that the NHS is like fucked out of their mind. But- they just don't get just pump i think like this week uh and it was a controversial i can't remember why like i don't think it was enough but we just pumped a few more billion into the nhs to start dealing with this backlog because also like the cancer backlog is crazy yeah is that what it's like in america here's the way that it is in america it's like listen i have eczema i've got i listen i have an iud that i need to get checked on i know this However, I'm like, it's going to cost me a pretty penny. I know it's going to be expensive. I know that there's going to, and it's so funny because we do have wait times for things like psychiatrists. If you want a psychiatry appointment, because you're like, uh, yeah, I could kill myself right now. They're like, oh, okay, amazing. Um, Our next appointment's in three months and you're going to pay out your ass for that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times, like I know that I don't go to the doctor as much as I should because A, I do have insurance. I am extremely lucky to have insurance. Like I am still on in America. You're on your parents' insurance until you're 26. Oh shit. Yeah. When you say pay through the nose, like what are we talking? Like, like if you wanted like like something innocuous, like something boring, like you just go and have a conversation and then get a prescription. So if you go and do that, like you have what is called like a copay. So my copay is anywhere from 50 to a hundred dollars. Okay. So why not? Okay. Yeah. Meaning like I walk in, I say, hi, um, I would like, and and we're not even going to get to the point where how it's so hard to find a doctor anywhere, but I show up and I say, Hey, I've got a little something. They're like, amazing. Here's some antibiotics and on your way out, make sure you pay your copay. And it's like $75. But is that a flat pay or is it over time? It's a flat pay. Wow. Um, But you have to reach your deductible. It's the healthcare system in America. It's just like absolute trash. And I am very, once again, I'll say I'm very lucky because I'm on my parents' insurance. It is not good insurance, but it is insurance. And a lot of people like... A lot of people that I like a lot of my friends who are above the age of 26 just don't have health insurance. Wow. So they don't go to the doctor like my roommate. He doesn't have health insurance. He was like, I'm pretty sure like there is something wrong with my lung, but I'll just wait it out until maybe I can get health insurance one day. Wow. It's like, wow, it's fucked. Obviously, there are things here that cost like, you know, like top surgery and things like that mm-hmm. yeah but like every you, single prescription is nine pounds i was about to say you go to a doctor first nine of all pounds. you don't have to pay for the consultation you go and get a prescription for thrush cream for pills for whatever yeah. every prescription is nine pound 35 whatever it is and if you are on benefits and this is the thing i, I can't imagine they would in america like they ask you like they they hand it to you they go are you exempt from paying 
And if you have benefits, you're like, yeah, they're like, great. There you go. There's your prescription. For free. And if you're on benefits at all, prescriptions are free. In any way. And that can be any form of benefit, like disability, that can be unemployed, that can be like pension, that can be like you've had a kid. Like if you're on any form of benefits, it's either majorly reduced or free. And I think about that every prescription, same amount. Like I don't quite get that. But, no, yeah. I, I'm That's talking so like not how it works. I'm talking like you could ha- you could receive like three doses, and the whole package that they give you is nine pounds thirty five. Absolutely not. That is not how it works here. Absolutely not. Like you guys sound crazy. Like I'm yeah. like wow, that is a utopia. I wish I could live there. Here it's like, and it's so funny that you were like, even if you're unemployed, you get. That was a big issue in America because of COVID. So many people were unemployed. And also didn't have health insurance. So it was like, get fucked, I guess. It was like, <laughs> not even so like, and you, go ahead. Was COVID subject to health paying? So the nice thing is, the, the <laughs> nice thing, the, nice the thing. fucking the cherry bare on the cake. minimum. Yeah. yeah, the bare minimum is you could get free testing, which was insane. I was Wait, like, wow. No, 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 no. I'm talking about your in hospital. They bring you back from the brink of death in England. It's well. Oh, no, you have to pay pounds. Yeah, you have to pay that. Fuck off. Fuck really? off, Olivia. Oh, yeah, Fuck. you have to pay that. Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was another big thing. I mean, that's what AOC was talking about. Um, uh, do, you, do you guys know? Do you guys know AOC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah love her she was like this doesn't make any sense like we one of her arguments was like we need to give people unemployment (laughs) bare minimum once again um because there was like a whole issue with our unemployment they kept like whatever and she's like this doesn't make any sense because if you get covid and you have to go to the hospital and get treated you have to pay for that treatment so you're not even going to pay people who are unemployed. How are they going to pay for A, their livelihoods, and then B, their medical bills if they get COVID? Wow. So that's a very real thing. It's like, yeah, you got to pay that shit. Even wow. if you have insurance, and if I, you're on a ventilator, that is not fully covered. No, I think it all. sounds dangerous to call it treatment because, yeah, if you're on a ventilator for COVID, it's not treatment. It's being brought back from the brink of death. And then if you've got to then pay for that, like, oh, yeah, you could die in another way. You don't, you know, you're paying medical bills. You can't eat. Jesus. In, in America, in America i know that like from where i where i come from like in a socioeconomic speaking medical bills are just a thing that you have and you kind of just don't think about them like you're like i have 50 like i don't have this but like okay so say you have 50 grand in medical bills okay we'll throw some money at it occasionally but what but whatever Or like cancer treatment, if you have to get a bone reset, if you have like uh, anything that's like surgery, you're gonna have a shit ton of medical bills. It's just all of this debt in your country, and for what? So much, so much for for fucking nothing. Like honestly, like, and it's also so expensive to go to college. Like a lot of my friends have like sixty k in debt already, and they're twenty two. Whoa, that's crazy. It's just the way that it is. And and in this country, I have one friend who's in debt um for a house like uh, uh, no 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 like people people that's like people do pay 
um like you, you, you do pay your to. your like university fees but it's like 30 mm. grand and you start paying it over a certain like wage bracket and it just automatically comes out so you just don't even like know what's going on but like i think i know one person who's in non-educational debt and it's a hundred it's like 150 grand or something and that for yep. her is like soul crushing yeah and i feel like in in the in America, it's so normalized to be in soul crushing debt all the time. Yeah, all the like, time. That's all the time. Crazy. And the and the crazy thing is is it's not it, it's like nearly all of my friends are in debt. Like it just is what it is. Um, it's just a fact of life, especially in America. Like I'm I'm probably like 25k in debt. I don't I can't even think about it. Um, from college, just from college, and I'm on the lower end because I got a full ride. Um, but I still had to take out money for like books and you know computers and like my first year of living. Um, <clears throat> but like, it's just a fact of life that you have debt. Like, and then on top of that like you feel guilty for having that debt because there are so many billboards and so many people talking about get your debt under control and like you have to pay this and like that Uh money needs it and it's like to fucking who like and then not to mention like if you're in debt, your credit is shit. Do you guys have credit scores credit and stuff scores, like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so I came out the gate like into adulthood with like a horrible credit score because I automatically owed 20k in debt. Wow. So, like you <laughs> the credit system in America is so fucked because everybody's in debt, so your credit is bad, but you're always paying and it's never going down because you have interest. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like it's a shit show. Like have- it's do you have Klarna and things like Klarna in America? We have like to buy like shopping stuff. Yeah. See, I yeah use we have that. Klarna to like boost my credit score. Like, like I'll buy things I know I can pay for in a pay yeah. over three, and then just get yeah. it on time every time. So like, yeah. Yeah. like we think about credit here in like nifty little ways you can boost it. Yeah. Mm. Wow, that's astonishing. No. Here it's like. I mean, we, we try, like I, you take out credit cards that you can pay and all of that good stuff. But if you're coming out of the gate with like a shit ton of debt, like it's not looking pretty, you know, it's not. And like the, the smallest things can affect your credit score. Like I remember I forgot to pay a gas bill in New York and it's still on my credit record and it's a deficit wow. in my credit oh my record. God. And I'm like, I was like 20 when I forgot to pay the gas bill. Unless you have any burning questions, which it's okay if you do, we could wrap up. <laughs> but okay. honestly, I, I think it. you should be the third host on this podcast. I think you should I always could be talk honest. To you, I could talk to you every week. Yeah, totally. I'm so in. I'm Come so fun. Or we could just talk every week. We don't have to record it. We could just... But it's so fun to record. It it's is. so fun to record. And you talk in such like a formal way. I love it. I love do it. I really? No, no, really? I feel like we, like whenever you do a podcast, like I'll, the way we talk to each other when the when we're not recording, it's just like grunts. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, hello, Lola, how are you doing this week when we yeah. turn? Like, also, having an American voice on this makes it feel like a, like a genuine venture. Like it makes it yeah. feel like it gives it integrity. But that's because your country just bum fucks everyone else in the world. And then we yeah. just think, yeah. like, seriously, this was so fun. I could talk forever. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for doing that. So if you ever want me to come back. Yes. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yes. If you want, 
what, what like whatever i mean i'm in i'm in a position now where i'm like i just want to do shit all the time yeah. <laughs> like i'm like you know make a, your daddy place. proud back in the deep make, style make your goddamn make daddy, my proud. daddy proud so my dad job. like does not know how to work tiktok he's like heard you're doing good keep <laughs> it up <laughs> i'm like Thanks, Pat. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, this was lovely. Can we I love do this? this. I really did I love really, this. Do we so have lovely. a pen pal? Uh, I think we got a is pen pal. Is this a long distance relationship? Oh yeah. Oh this my god. Grapple. Okay. Yeah. Stop. But I I that's this is a dream. Thank you so much for listening to Leon and Lola's Did You Get Your Tickets? <laughs> this week's <laughs> you guys, come on! Thank you so much for joining us on Did You Get Your Tickets with Leon and Lola in the UK with special guest Olivia Kane. Tune in next week where we make more sillies and talk to new friends. Ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. Did you get your tickets? <laughs> I love that you got the name wrong. <laughs> There's what no your, there's no your, but I love that. Did you, is it just, did you? No, it's part of it. Don't change anything. It's <laughs>